94 Country WKKJ. Good afternoon. Just after 4 o'clock, it's time for real estate from a house to a home with Jen Conley of Hometown Lenders and Mark Sensi of ERA Martin and Associates. And Jen, you're going to school us a little bit today. It's yes. glossary day. <laughs> right. That's exciting. Yes. Explain yes. some of these terms that we hear and maybe hey, just don't understand. it's not a top 10 list. <laughs> yeah. I didn't number them. I like the lists. Yeah. You yeah. didn't number them, though, anyway? No, I did not. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Because you guys give me a hard time about it, so that's I didn't right. number them this time. She's about the numbers. She's a lender. That's her job. Well, that's right. true. You're yeah. right. She's spinning it. She that? should be about the numbers. <laughs> yes. Right. It's a good thing. <laughs> so we're going to talk today about terms that you need to know when you're getting a home loan. We use lots of different... Clear to close. That's all they care about. That's all Clear anybody cares about. That's exactly. the best one. Me too. Um, all we, you know, we always use all these abbreviations, and they're things that we use every day, so lots of times we say them and don't think about people not knowing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we work with realtors a lot and title companies, and they understand them, so sometimes we forget that buyers don't really know what we're talking about when we start saying all these things. So it can be scary and kind of overwhelming, so we're just going to kind of go over some of these today so you know what you're... What you, when you hear it, you'll know what it is. So the first one that we're going to talk about is DTI, and that is debt-to-income ratio. Okay. So that is the difference between your combined debt and your overall income. There are actually two types of DTIs. So on a loan, you have a front end, which is your housing payment versus how much you make, and a back end, which is all your debt plus the housing payment versus your income. So each program has their own guideline for the housing ratio versus the total ratio. So FHA is 31% and 43%. USDA is 29% and 41%. VA is just 41% across the board. Uh, Conventional is 28 and 36%. But if you get an automated approval, which we've kind of talked about before, um, that gives you, it, it trumps anything. So we have had FHA loans close at almost 55%. Um, USDA, they're a little more stringent, but I mean, VA, we've had them go up over 60% before. Wow. So as long as everything else is in order, you have compensating factors, lots of times you can get that automated approval and it's not a textbook thing. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that's not to say that some lenders don't go by textbook. I, we get lots of people all the time that get turned down somewhere else and we don't know why. Uh, some people do not underwrite to the automated system, but that's what we do at Hometown Lenders. So if the automated system says yes and we can provide whatever that automated system asks for, we can close that loan. So that's one of the things that sets us apart from a lot of other lenders. Ninety-four Country WKKJ. Welcome back to Real Estate from a House to a Home with Jen Conley of Hometown Lenders and Mark Sensi of ERA Martin and Associates. And Jen, we're getting some knowledge on these mortgage terms. Maybe we don't understand. Dropping the knowledge. <laughs> you guys know them. I don't know them. It's em. hot. 
I just smile and You nod. just showed your age. <laughs> what? No, that like song just came out last month. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> In 1989. That's right. <laughs> or whatever. Google that, Chris. See how, when, when was that? Hey, this is WKKJ. She, they, they, don't let they, don't her, have, they don't let her Google anything in the country. Well, but iHeart <laughs> owns all the world. Well, she has to so, do iHeart first. So yeah, it is. She has to go through iHeart server. Look at that. See? 2004. See, I'm still 2000. Oh. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you made it through uh, Y2K, yeah, at least exactly. with that one. So. Millennials are four years old. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next one we're going to talk about is LTV, and that is your loan to value. Um, that's the comparison between your mortgage loan and the value of your home. Uh, one thing that gets confusing for people when they're purchasing a home is or, or versus a refi. So if you have a house that you own currently and it's worth $100,000, let's say, and you can go up to 85% per the guideline of whatever loan you're getting. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're getting some cash out, you can go to 85%. Um, that means you can borrow 85000 of $100,000. Right. But when you purchase, it doesn't matter what the house appraises for, which I know sounds really crazy, but mm-hmm. it's your purchase price. That's your starting point. So it, that's basically your appraised value when you're purchasing a home hmm, is okay. the purchase price on the contract. So if you have if you're doing FHA and it's a three and a half percent down loan, you can borrow ninety six thousand five hundred, you're gonna put your three and a half percent down, which makes you one hundred percent. But you could maybe that one hundred thousand dollar house will appraise at one oh five. But that one oh five doesn't matter. It's because your huh. purchase price is a hundred thousand dollars. And that sometimes okay. gets a little bit confusing for people. Well, yeah. But that's you know your ninety six point five percent of $100,000, 96500 that's where your loan to value comes in at. Okay. And it gets a little confusing with, I mean, most, I mean, realtors obviously understand it because they don't deal with refis, but sometimes people get that confused when they get online and they start reading things. They think that we should be able to go by the purchase, or I'm sorry, the appraised value. Right. And we can't. So something that we're starting to see come back a little more that has kind of been gone for a little bit are first and second mortgages with purchases. And obviously, you can always have a HELOC or something like that if you currently own something. Um, And a secondary part to LTV is the CLTV. So what that is is you have a first and a second mortgage. That's the combined loan to value. So that would be both of your mortgages together, and that would equal then your CLTV. So your LTV would just be your first. Combined would be the first and the second if you did have a second. All right, we'll be back with more in just a few minutes on real estate from a house to a home. Ninety-four Country WKKJ. Welcome back to Real Estate from a House to a Home with Jen Conley of Hometown Lenders and Mark Cincy of ERA Martin and Associates. And Jen, you're helping us out with some of the the jargon that you guys use in the mortgage industry. And I think I'm more confused now, but <laughs> I'm, paying att- nice. I'm paying attention too much. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Good right. deal. Good yeah. deal. You got to write. You got to write this stuff down. <laughs> And then you well, refer back to it. It's like a study hear. guide, okay? <laughs> right, right. You know, you know when you're, when you're, quiz, when you're in college, you know, and you're taking notes, you know, you, you have to go back and refer to them. So not only are you listening, but you got to take these notes and then you maybe can Maybe we should, back. remember those okay. little flyers? Now well, maybe you don't because I'm old, but they would print them out and then you would have a, like a little flyer to go with your audio that you did. No. Yes. No, you know what she's talking about. No, no clue. Yes, no. it was like <laughs> maybe that's a Pike County. Kind of like the highlights magazine things, or so, I don't know. We had these yeah. little guides for stuff that we would l- listen to audiobooks and then do that. Oh, okay. Maybe so we were that. ahead of the curve in Pike maybe. County. Maybe, yeah. That's maybe. exactly what it was. We were way ahead of Ross County and Pike County when I was growing up. There you go. Okay. 
Yeah. Good All deal. Right. <laughs> so. Right. Right. Okay. All right. So you got your pen out. I'm, yeah, get, I'm get ready. ready. You're right. I'm going to take notes. One. We've got another one here. Okay. okay. PMI. What do you think that is? I don't know, but if you contract it, I think it's going to be bad. Sounds bad. Oh, it's private mortgage insurance. Oh, yeah. That's what we're talking about. Oh, okay. Private mortgage insurance. So, private mortgage insurance, that is the type of insurance that a buyer is required to pay if they put on a conventional loan less than 20% down. All government loans have it except for VA loans. They don't have a monthly mortgage insurance. And what that does is it protects the lender in case that you default, then we're paid back a certain portion of the the finance, of the principal that we gave you. Um, it's the insurance is calculated annually, and they divide it into twelve monthly payments, and that is included in your per, your payment every month. So if you don't put down the twenty percent, you're going to have your principal, your interest, your mortgage insurance, then your homeowner's insurance or your hazard insurance. Sometimes mm-hmm. people call it. Um, that's if you have any kind of issue, you have a fire, you have some, you know, wind, hail damage, whatever, they cover that. And then your taxes are also included in your payment. Right. So those are all the things that make that up. But PMI is, is one of those things that is put on a loan if you don't put that down. Or like I said, with FHA and USDA, that's a monthly fee on there, regardless of how much money you put down. That's something the government charges. The difference between conventional and government, though, is government, it's the same for everybody. So it doesn't matter if you have a 580 credit score or an 800 credit score. It's figured the same percentage-wise. Conventional is very individual. And that's because those are actually private companies that write those policies. They also have to approve the loan. They have to they do a quick underwrite on it to make sure it re- meets their guidelines before we can close it. Yeah, you, you will hear, hear a lot of times um, a lender, not at hometown, but you'll hear a lender say, hey, you're approved, everything's great, and then it comes back and says, I'm sorry, the PMI company won't, won't approve it. Um, so mm-hmm. it, it's, a, it's another layer of, of underwriting because, again, they're ensuring that difference, and so it's, it's an, another person to answer to. So that's unfortunate that it does happen sometimes, but I have heard that you know several times. Yeah, and the biggest thing with, with you know, you can do conventional down to like a 620 credit score. And people will advertise that and they'll talk about it. And then some people will convince people they don't want an FHA loan over, you know, a conventional. But the problem is, is your rate is really high when you have a lower score. And sometimes the PMI companies won't write you. So, mm-hmm. you know, you might get all the way through the process and because nobody sends it to a PMI company until it's done. Right. Because we've got to make sure you meet all the other guidelines. <laughs> so, you know, you're all the way to the end. And then that, you know, right before it's clear to close, they send it to the PMI company and they're, they say, well, you, we can't do it because there's some issue there that they won't cover. Um, so, you know, if you are working with us and we say, hey, yes, we technically can get a conventional loan, but here are the issues. An FHA loan would be much easier for you then we can give you a plan to get your scores up and maybe you can refi into a conventional loan if you're worried about carrying that PMI for the life of the loan. Because with FHA and USDA, it is the life of the loan. You know, another term that confuses people, which, which has to do with this, is, is MIP. People get PMI and MIP confused. So do you want to give us the differentiation yes. of what we're talking about there? So MIP is a monthly insur- or a, a mortgage insurance premium that is put on top of the loan. And it's a certain percentage for each um, each program, and that's financed in. So it's not something that you have to write a check for at closing. They finance that over 360 months, so it'll bump your payment up a few dollars per month depending on the program. But it's not something that you have to bring to closing. Uh, it's just included in your in your payment. Um, VA has that as well, but if you have any type of disability, you don't have to pay that. So that's something that VA, that's the only kind of insurance premium that VA has on there is the, is the upfront, but they don't have it if you get a disability. 
All righty. Good deal. We'll be back with more in just a few minutes on real estate from a house to a home. Ninety-four country WKKJ. Welcome back to Real Estate from a House to a Home with Jen Conley of Hometown Lenders and Mark Cincy of ERA Martin and Associates. And Jen, we're going through some of those terms that may be a little confusing when you're going to go get a loan. So if we know about these ahead of time, I'm taking my notes, and yes. we know about these ahead of time, maybe it will be a little more. You have a wire-bound put, notebook that you always put use. down your Webster and, and listen. Listen to the House to a Home. This is this is getting good right here. <laughs> so this is like public service. Yes, stuff. exactly. What is wrong with him today. We are educating America right now. America. That's right. <laughs> the world, actually. Yes. We're on right. iHeart Radio. is the world. That's right. Yeah, yeah I wondered, I wondered why, that, why that person from ja- Japan called me the other day <laughs> and wanted and wanted to know more about what we were talking about. Really? Yeah. You wanted to buy a house in Chillicothe? Yeah. Well, no, he just, he was, no, not really, he was interested in the show. Uh-huh. And, you know, and he just, he just wanted to know more. You know, so <laughs> I thought, well, you know. We're alive, baby. Yeah, he heard That's it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> like a bulldog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So what other letters? Okay, we got? so let's uh, let's get back on topic here since Mark has ADD apparently. Squirrel. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's better than what he usually yells. So that's that's a good good start. We can at least leave that on in the show. Um, so APR is next one we're going to talk about. So what APR is, and you'll see that advertised on TV. You'll see it advertised online. Right. And it lots of times people think that is the rate that their loan is. And it is not. That's the annual percentage rate. And that's the total cost for you to borrow the money. Uh, that includes your interest rate. And then any, not all fees are included in that. Only certain ones are included. Uh, but that's that's what your APR is made of. So okay. if you see, and here's what people don't so understand. So is it closing? It's always confusing. Yes. Well, what you, you see it, and it, let's say your, your loan rate is 5%, okay. but your APR is 475 because that can happen, or usually, it would be higher. It's higher, yeah. Right. It usually, be, it's well, five because, and an eighth or whatever. Well, but if you're not, it's it can be it's higher. Lots of times, if you're paying money to get lower rates, that's really what drives that up. Because it, there's not a lot of fees included in it that drive the APR up. But if you start buying your rate down, that's when it can really jump up. So if you look, if you look online, bank rate is notorious for this. They'll have this super low note rate. And then little teeny tiny letters that has APR. Now they're, (laughs) you know, we don't have, like you guys have with your advertising, sizes. Like they get specific on sizes of of fonts and things. They don't do that with us. As long as it's there, it doesn't matter how small it is. So you will see they'll have, I mean, we still have people calling, why saw online at 3%. Well, you're not going to get three percent. I mean, you're not. That's yeah. not even. That's lower than the floor rate. You're not even going to get that. You can't buy it down that low. But they will do some calculation, and then if you look really tiny, this APR has is astronomical compared to the rate that they're offering you. So it's, it's something that you do want to pay attention to, and it's a good way to compare rate or compare loans and compare lenders. But it's not your note rate. That is not what your what your uh, payment is figured on. Your note rate is what is what's that. Uh, if I could talk. Your note rate is what is calculating your payment, not your APR. But your APR is important. But nobody really explains that to anyone. Right. They just kind of gloss over it and they don't say what it really is for. So, but if you do buy your rate down, which, you know, I mean, it depends on the how situation you're the in, depends on how long you're going to be in the house, how much does it cost, how much is, how long is it going to take you to make that money back? You know, if it's a thousand bucks and you're saving a quarter of a percent and you're planning on staying there, it probably is going to be worth it to do that. Mm-hmm. But if it's ten thousand dollars to get a half a percent <laughs> and you're buying at a hundred twenty thousand dollar house, 
that doesn't make any sense because you have to have pretty big jumps in rate with you know with our average sale prices here there have to be pretty big jumps in rate for it really to make a huge difference now when you get into the three four five hundred thousand dollar range obviously those quarter of a percent can make a huge difference in your payment but our average sales price around here a quarter of a different quarter of a percent doesn't make that much of a difference okay we'll be back with more in just a few minutes on real estate from a house to a home as well Ninety-four Country WKKJ. Welcome back to Real Estate from a House to a Home with Jen Conley of Hometown Lenders and Mark Sensi of ERA Martin and Associates. And Jen, you're going through some of the mortgage jargon, some terms maybe we don't understand, but um, you guys use frequently, you know. But um, helping us to understand some of those terms. Yes, Mark today. is captivated by it. I am. I really am. Throw the letters at me. <laughs> So one thing that you will hear lots of times when you're doing a refinance is a refi. And that one's probably a little more uh, used, used a little more frequently and people are familiar with. Mm-hmm. But that is when you take your current balance, you refinance that to either get a lower rate, uh, a rate and term, which is what we, we call that. You can change your rate or your term, but you don't get cash out. Or you can do a cash out refinance, or cash out refi, where we give you money to pay off um, credit cards, maybe to do some home improvements, those types of things. But a refi is something that's a little more common, but that's one that, that gets thrown around a lot too. Right. Uh, the other one that you will hear lots of people talk about in the mortgage world is a FICO score. And that's an abbreviation for the Fair Isaac Corporation. And that's the first company to really offer a credit risk model with a score. So that was that's the one. I think it's is it myfico.com, I think, is, is the, the website that they use. Um, and that's what we use to determine if you qualify for a program, what your rate is. Uh, we use that scoring model to get the three scores that we need in order to qualify you for a loan. And what's the score that <clears throat> is advertised a lot, but is not really is not your actual score that you would go off on? Uh, well, but, like on Credit yeah, Karma, yeah, that's a consumer score. Okay, so and lots of times the reason that those it's a different scoring model and cars are different too so if you go to buy a car and then you go to buy a house which you should not do at the same time your rate's going to be different (laughs) your score is going to be different because they can come up and they can take a car really easily but the scoring model is a little tougher on homes because it's easier or it's harder to get someone out of a house than it is just to roll up in the middle of the night and take your house right and then credit cards they account for all those kinds of things in the rate so that's why you have 20, 24% interest rates on a credit card. They make their money while they can make it, and it's a much riskier one. It's so, unsecured. Yes. Too, so. Yeah. So, and those are those scores are typically higher on consumer scores. Cars are weird. Sometimes they're higher. Sometimes they're lower. They're, I've never not really seen a true pattern there. But with mm-hmm. the consumer scores, is definitely always higher than what we're going to pull. Okay. Um, credit Karma is a really great tool to monitor your credit to make sure that there's not things being put on your credit that you aren't aware of, uh, new lines being opened that you aren't aware of, but don't count on that score to be the same one that we pull. Um, Most of the time, it's about 40 to 50 points difference. Sometimes if somebody has just a lot of consumer debt and nothing else, it might be a little closer, but generally it's about 40 to 50 percent or 40 to 50 points difference. Wow, that's huge. So people will call us and say, oh, I've got a 640 
and or well, I don't know, 640 because we can go down to a 580 now but before when we couldn't they'd say I have a 640 or you know a 630 and then we pull them in there at a 590 so we'd have to do a little bit of repair to get them up but right. we're doing lower scores now at 580 so that's not as much of a big deal now but just keep that in mind when you're looking at those scores but it is a very very good tool I don't want to discourage anybody from using it all right good deal we'll be back with more in just a few minutes on real estate from a house to a home Ninety-four Country WKKJ. Welcome back to Real Estate from a House to a Home with Jen Conley of Hometown Lenders and Mark Sensi of ERA Martin and Associates. And uh, Jen, you're going through some of those mortgage terms that maybe we don't understand, and, and helping us to understand those. Educating more. Mark because he That's does right. not know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I I was using these terms before you even got your license, so I don't even want to hear it. But but you are. So what I was going. You to always say, talk about me being old. Yeah, I know. Well, I've been. I've been. You know, I came out of the womb with, a, with you know a marketing presentation and. <laughs> Listing, so, listing presentations. <laughs> yes. But anyhow, what I was going to say is any terms that you do get confused on or, you, or that we did not go over today, Jen, we'd be more than happy to answer those questions for you. Absolutely. And make sure and put it down on paper if you you know lose your piece of paper that you you know you wrote down today. We even have really nice <laughs> notebooks that yeah. say hometown lenders on them. Right. And we You'll can give you that. one of those and we can write it in there for you. Awesome. So I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. And also, also, you know, I, I can answer a few too. So you can, you're more than welcome to get. get with you're me. not licensed to answer mortgage questions. Uh, well, I, I can, I can hand them a definition. I can say, I can hand them a book. <laughs> here's say, here you go. <laughs> here's my notes. There you go. <laughs> can you get the audible version yeah, of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but book on t- definitions on tape or well, not tape, but whatever. Put it on your floppy <laughs> disk. Yeah, it would be on tape. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Here's your the sar- or your uh, glossary yeah. on your floppy disk. <laughs> That I brought out of the womb with me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Good Lord. Anyway, let's finish uh, this up today. Okay. Everybody can go about the rest of their evening. Um, <laughs> so the last one we're going to talk about is fixed rate mortgage versus an adjustable rate. So you're going to hear, we don't use FRM so much, but we use ARM a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about that, uh, talk about these on here a lot. Most people want, especially after everything that happened, I know everybody gets sick of the old timers talking about the crash, but there were a lot of arms that were written in that time. Um, and I say it over and over again, it's not the loan that were, was bad, it was the way they were used. So a fixed rate mortgage obviously is a 30 year or 15 year. You can do 20 and 25s, but they aren't as, as widely used. Um, and that's what most people want. The reality of that is though, is that most people are not gonna stay in their home for 30 years unless you're Mark and you're too lazy to move. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it he is. said. He's my never home moving again. Home. That's where. Yeah, going. that's what my he said. He's never moving home. again. Yep. But you really, the average is about eight years. Uh, most people do not live in that in, in their home that long. So I just want people to know that an arm can be used the right way, which is an adjustable rate mortgage. They did a lot of changes to them and took away the ones that were really misused when all that happened. There was there were some that were more targeted toward investors, but they were used for primary re- primary residences that people use them for. Um, but an adjustable rate mortgage, you can get a fix for seven, 10 years, and that it's really not a bad loan, especially, and I always say this, veterans that move a lot, um, it's a really good one for them because if you're, especially if you're moving around a base, you know, if you have a, a seven-year loan and you know you're only going to be there four years, then and that house is going to sell if you're near a base because people are constantly coming in. They're going, coming and going, coming and going. So you're not going to get stuck with a house if you're in an area like that. Those are a really great loan for those people. They can get a really low payment. Um, the government gives them a BAH allowance. 
and you can get a much lower payment than what that allowance is, and that's money you can stick mm. in your pocket if you're a veteran or if you're an active military person. Let's dive into the ARM a little bit. So okay. you know, the ARM is the adjustable rate mortgage, but what it confuses a lot of people is the numbers that you throw that a, that a lender will throw when they say, you know, a one, a one, three one, a five right. one, a seven one, a, you know, it's six two, you know, whatever, <laughs> ten four. So good buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so when you're when you're What'd quoting. You when you're quoting two numbers, right, there's the a first and a nine. second number on an arm. What, what are we talking about there? So the, what the numbers uh, represent, so a 3-1, obviously you're fixed for three years. And then after the after that three years is up, you'll have an adjustment after 12 months. And it will adjust every 12 months after that. And that's tied to the market. So it's 3 one, five, one, seven, one. There's a 10-1 also. Mark's made up some yeah, six two no ten four. I mean, I'm not sure if he's backing those loans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There, they, there's also part of Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. Now I don't know. A lot of times, there's also caps too on your rates because yes. somebody could say they you all know, have and, caps and, on them now. Yeah, they may not back in the day, mm-hmm. but you know, somebody could say, well, if it adjusts every year, you know, it could go up a hundred percent. You know, yeah. but no, it, a lot of times there's you know a two percent cap. You know, so the rate can go up, but it can't go more than this. And that cap, you know, does that stay on the life of the loan, or is that it, just it's different th- for each one? Annual. But it's in, it's in the note. <laughs> And it's in the adjustable rate rider. And you have to ask those questions if you want to do an ARM. Yes. Um, and a lot of loan officers can't explain them. Um, but you need to make sure that you ask those questions of when those when those adjustments are. You know, when everything did happen and they dropped the prime rate and the floor rates so low, lots of people had their rates go down right. that were in ARMS. Yeah. So they stayed in yeah. them for a long time until recently when things started to go up a little bit. So when things happen that it's bad for the economy, sometimes it is beneficial if you are in a loan like that. Because a lot of people, they can even when the rates were really, really low, they were still less than what we had available in a 30-year. So they just stayed where they were at. Mm-hmm. So it, it's really not a bad loan if you use it the right way and you're educated about it. It can be something that can be very, very beneficial for your family. And financially, it can be a really good decision and, for you. And you're not trapped in it. You know, no, if, if, absolutely if, you, not. If, you, if your rate starts to creep up. And prepay penalties right. on them anymore. So if it starts to, we don't do anything that I, has a prepay. Anybody, don't ever do a prepayment penalty. Yeah, well, even Ohio yeah. has made it, and it changes every year. It's in the eight, mid-80s now. But anything below that cannot even have a prepay. It's completely illegal for anyone to do one for anything mid, I think, 80. 586 now um, and that changes every year it goes up every year um, so nothing can even have one so and most generally people don't we don't do any loans that have prepays anymore so those aren't really aren't even widely used yeah I mean if, if you're worried about it and you know you're not adjustable and you're worried about it going up you can just, just refinance lock it right in do a fixed rate at well, that point and, you're, and, and you're good. you know even back in the day you didn't you didn't have to do a prepay penalty I mean if you really said I, I don't want to prepay it might adjust your rate have adjusted your rate a little bit uh, but you did not have to have a prepay penalty everybody told people that it had to have it but it really didn't you could opt out on that and just have to take a little higher rate but again it doesn't matter anymore because we don't have them <laughs> all right well lots of good information there and, and that's what you need to have if you're going for a home loan a lot of information and it's good to have a lender that explains all this stuff and like you've said so many times jen you sit down with the folks that are coming in you go through everything so everybody understands because this is a really big process buying a house mm-hmm. this is sometimes people do it only once in their lifetime sometimes you'll do it three or four times but it, it's a big deal so it's, it's good to have that information so if folks want to go to a lender that explains the information and helps you through the way like hometown lenders how do they get a hold of you jen give us a call at 740-851-4760 you can apply online at 851-4760.com 
You can find us on Facebook, Homelands by Jen, or you can always stop in the office at 52 East Main Street and see us to get started today. All right, Mark. And then once they've got that uh, financing secure with Jen, then they're open to look at those beautiful houses that you have. Not only for uh, that you have houses for people to buy, but if someone's looking to sell a house too, you can help them out at ERA Martin and Associates. How do they get a hold of you? Absolutely. You can get us a hold of us at 740 774 4500. Come in the office at 159 East Main Street or get us through our website on ERA.com. All right, again, this has been Real Estate from a House to a Home with Jen Conley of Hometown Lenders and Mark Sensi of ERA Martin & Associates. You can find all their contact information, podcasts of past shows, and more right there on our website, too. Just go to WKKJ.com, click on Podcasts at the top, and you'll find Real Estate from a House to a Home.